this is the perspective podcast with ima and josh a podcast where we talk about trending and topical issues from around the world i am ima i'm josh welcome guys to the perspective podcast once again and we've started a series talking about the effects of the pandemic on different aspects of life the lingering effects that it has so today on the podcast we talk about the effects of the pandemic on education education is a very important part of life i mean we have to be knowledgeable about different things to you know to apply those information that we get even to our lives to improve societies to improve ourselves as individuals if we are not educated about them be ignorant and then not be able to do those things education is a core part of any kind of society that wants to like you know be better than they were before and with the pandemic we saw a lot of disruptions to education and we'll look at those effects in this episode let's get right into it all right thank you Emmanuel. and uh, one of your almost one obvious effect that the pandemic had that was good was the fact that students had to go because of the knockdown that were imposed just to curtail the transmission the rate of transmission of the pandemic so there was there were closure of school and of course academic activities are, are to come to like an up abrupt end maybe for a period of time but what you will see is that this actually happened for depending on the country for a long time in some other countries i mean in nigeria for instance coupled with the this is the strike that's always good anyways year, year in year out we were home for close to a year doing absolutely nothing and you know that that is not a good thing right and even in countries where they were not having strikes and all students were still here students were still home for a period of time and doing so not necessarily uh, something particular the fact that they had to leave the school environment you know the school environment has this effect on learning it's stimulating learning all right you can't compare that being on your bed to learn yeah at home to learn like it's not exactly as productive and as effective as when you're in school environment when you actually know that yeah i'm here to do this uh, to learn all right so that's really a fair like was a major effect of the pandemic and itself all right so closure of schools a major thing i mean when they were locked down so everybody had to do businesses were closed so schools were closed as well so and that effect of the effect of the closure of schools was that calendars were disrupted and then there was an extension of the academic year josh mentioned how that um, students were home for extended periods of time and we are even beginning to see it even now that a lot of students in secondary and primary schools are being rushed. You know, um, um, some time, some schools have like a shorter term or shorter breaks, you know, just to make sure that they you know catch up and make up for the lost year in 2020. So that is a major effect of the pandemic: disruption of calendars and extension of the academic year. Yeah. Also, the the fact that uh, students have to go home. And of course, many schools didn't want to halt or stop learning activities, which of course they shouldn't, right? Students have to learn. We have to learn continuously. So what happened is that school and schools have to switch to online learning, all right? Which is not exactly a new thing because online learning is something is something that has been introduced for a while now. Okay, but one thing you will see is that it's not maybe it's 
is is the norm per se. The norm is that we go to classrooms, all right? If you're in a school, in the fiscal school, you go to a classroom to receive lectures. Even from if you're in a high school, like there's a Coursera or Udacity or Udemy. Those ones, like, we know that they're purely on our YouTube university. That's the case, YouTube. Yeah. So, if you're in if you're in the University of Lagos, for instance, like, you expect as an undergraduate student, you're expected to be in classroom, but then now the classrooms have been closed, so you have to go home. And then what schools have to resort to is now to you know, create online platforms where students can learn. And that didn't exactly come easy, all right? At least both from the school side and from the student side, because it was not easy to set up uh, an online space that can actually cater for all the many activities that the school building and the school environment were, were providing to the students. Secondly, for the student to adapt to the then to the online space too. It was not exactly easy to, to be in your room at home, you know, and to then. So it's not maybe you want to wake up, dress up, wear your clothes, you know, sit up and go to class. Or most times, maybe you can do it, but majority of the time, you are just in your t-shirt, all right, and sitting in front of a computer. So it's not exactly, it was not exactly, and it is something. So that's under effect of the pandemic on academics. All right, so I think a major, another a major effect of the pandemic of students like had like this feeling of a loss of interest in academic work yeah. academics and the whole learning process in the schools you know there was there was this huge loss of interest like you know because students were away from school for a long time and then a lot of seeing a lot of things from different places you know really affected students you know and um, I think that this this effect is something that is going to actually linger for a while. It's not something that's going to go like a lot of people have lost interest in academics totally and they are just hanging on just because probably you know, they've started this thing, they just finish, they just sit to the end. And even you know somebody, somebody um, I think a friend of mine was talking about that you should check up on your younger ones so they are not learning anything in school these days. Basically, like even if they are getting 92, nothing to this Sabi Ambo. And I said, probably give them, try to change the questions and see whether they will get it. Yeah. Like, they don't know. I, th- I think I can wow. attest to that because I personally work with students during the pandemic and like we have to use this online space to get, you know, materials from school. It was not easy. Most of them barely read. You know, maybe do it. like most schools, some schools are using Telegram, some are using WhatsApp, yeah. some are having some classes. Yeah. Okay, and, and many other things. The point is that you, when the when the teacher is on the group, I'm talking. Do you you are doing something else? Yeah. Uh, the teacher does not know if you're paying attention in class. <laughs> Zoom classes made made it easy for you to eat and attend class at the same time. Yeah. I mean, just put but your think, laptop on your phone. Zoom, Zoom classes they kind of make you a little bit serious because sometimes mm. it's mandated that you put on the video. And then you have to sit in front of the camera. Yeah, I think a lot of classes did not mandate that. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak because I didn't. But yeah. I feel like you know, for most for the most part, will just just be present. Just be present. I um, can do all that. Sometimes you can interact and talk. Yeah. At least you can stay here. Um, have you seen WhatsApp or Telegram classes? The, I, I've tried to imagine how it would be like. Like you don't even have to be there. You just download the notes. They don't read the notes, and you give them questions. They have two devices. One to check uh, University of Google for this. <laughs> <laughs> the worldwide University of Google. Yeah. 
and the other to answer the question. Yeah. The results were quite good. Because people were searching for answers some elsewhere. So yeah, it's always like you change the question and ask them trust me. They might not know the answer. You know, I think one I know um this year I'm not sure how verified that information is. You know, Jamba has been trying to refute those claims that the student did very poorly and that the pass rate was quite really low. Yeah, the I, scores I, I, were low across board. Yeah, I read the report from I think an HR professor. Yeah, it was very low. And then one of the, I totally reasoned with the argument students became lazier as a result of the closure. Yes. So the, the, like, the, the, the desire to read and study art was taken away. Definitely. They were in the comfort of their, they were in the comfort of their home. Alright, and because there was no supervision, you know, trust me, as much as students, maybe they might have their own Ghanaian student, but trust me, they need supervision to do those things. So those things were out of it. Some of them they didn't have the motivation. As I told you, the school environment, I already mentioned that the school environment in itself created this arena, this environment to facilitate learning. Yeah. That is not is not present in your homes. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. So that really affected this. So when students were not really really tested in a place that they don't have access to YouTube or Google as the case may be, then we saw the effect. That's one of the, what the official said and I kind of reason with it and I think to some extent I agree because it, for you to be a serious student in this kind of um, this kind of it takes quite a lot. Yes. It takes quite a lot. It's a lot. Like you have to get the desire, the motivation from from the Lord knows where. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 not it's, it's not it's not exactly it's not exactly it was and it's not it wasn't easy and right now it's not even easy but that itself showed us a big a, a bigger problem in the educational system yeah. because we there's a whole lot of inadequacy yeah. apparently it shows that students themselves it's not maybe students that are just going to school for going sake like it's just it just shows that maybe the interest maybe teachers are not doing just quite enough because most of them, even they're out of school, they are just playing. They are some of them are happy out of school. And I told you, like I said, I work with some students. They're happy. They, some of them were sad when they were told that they were going to return to school. I mean, that can well. When you're having fun at home, why would you be sad that you're going back to school? <laughs> yeah, but if you're having fun at school, which you should be with education, you should be also eager so, to yeah, go back to school. Okay, I, get, I, I think I get your point. Yeah, yeah. but then people are not even eager. So it shows a whole lot of inadequacy. I just like it's something that you have to do, like yeah. it's, it's mandatory, mm-hmm. actually. So I think one of the effect of the pandemic on education is that we saw how um, it showed how stagnant our educational systems are, our institutions are, have been. I mean, you know, um, it took a while for a lot of even the online classes that we're talking about <clears throat> that um, people, that students were. You know, didn't take really seriously before we got to the point of actually using them it took quite a time for even adoption to come in so even the adopt adopting itself is not even complete yeah it came with a whole lot of e-cops very a whole lot of e-cops like online online tests for instance like flopped actually so so it showed how um, stagnant our institutions have been in terms of how structured the content, even our curriculum, like our curriculums haven't changed for the longest of times. Yeah. I mean, and you know, you have with online learning, you know, you are supposed to learn in a manner that is even 
quite different from when you probably learn in, in, like, in school. Like something that will be more interactive, something that will like pick their interest, something that will make it more like you know that you know just already mentioned the fact that a lot of them were happy staying at home and then sad when they had to go back to school. You know, like there was nothing to interest them. Like I feel like schools should be something that are interesting enough to even make students stay back. But our schools haven't really done that in recent years. Yeah, and also talking about stagnation, I mean even like we see that some of our instructors are not very initiative. And it's sad. I mean, like, and they, they are not creative as well, too. And these are the people that are supposed to be instructing us. Like, for instance, during the, uh, during the during when we are supposed to be giving online classes, I mean, PowerPoint, Microsoft PowerPoint is a great tool to make uh, presentations that have audios recorded in them. Beautiful. Right. You can literally do all, the, you can literally do everything in the presentation and it's over to the student. And then we have a student center in there's this slide that will hand it over to us with audio i was happy at least i have some explanation to, to this yeah. slide and i don't have to do the bridge to me myself this literally try to read everything line by line ma i can do that <laughs> <laughs> and it 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 was it you know when you mention stagnation like wow is it this bad that's what was going through my mind and it's so surprising and shocking even the online learning for instance for our own uh, institution was so it's so flopped for a, a school a university that has a department of computer science like they do LMS for computer science. <laughs> that is the problem. Like this is what they say. You mentioned stagnation in structure and content. Yeah. You have a computer science department. Yeah. Training people to be computer gurus. Not computer gurus. It does to be computer scientists. <laughs> but that's what it's supposed to be, right? That's what it's supposed to be. Supposed to be. Or more. You know what it's supposed to be for Nigeria? <laughs> yeah. It, it shows that we are not doing anything. Yeah. I, I realized that during the pandemic, I realized that some of the, many of the information we're actually given in class are not as exactly helpful as they have been presented to be. I still have to resort to Google University and the almighty YouTube. Oh my God. Oh. You know, for the thing that curriculums haven't changed in the past 30 years. You know, a friend of mine, we're discussing about that, talking about how, you know, in his department, the lecturer was, was so proud to say that they're using the same lecture materials for the past 20 years. And it's something of pride. I mean, something you've using for the past 20 years, that's, that's something to be proud of. A lot has changed in different fields. I mean, um, mRNA technology is not captured in your 20 years uh, uh, material. Um, fiber optics is not properly captured there. Like the newer things that are the forefront of what of the human endeavor, the human experience now is not captured there. We are still lagging behind in all in every aspect. And it's, I think the, the education is worse it because education is is now where we now have people that are going to different industries that are now going to healthcare. That are now going to you know engineering, manufacturing. I mean, 
how that's one of the reasons why we don't have, we have we don't have a really vibrant manufacturing scene here. Education is low. I mean, if education is low, I mean that means we are not producing capable people that are technical enough to handle plants and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, if people talk about how graduates are unemployable, even your lecturers will tell you that some of you you don't have enough skills or you no. Know, these people are here to be trained and some of you are not training them just as good as they should be and it's so sad i mean they bring materials like you said that's very old the structure of learning is is so is so like it's like a rickety, yeah very archaic very anachronistic and it is very 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 sad as, as, as the case may be and the pandemic really revealed how how shaky the foundation of our educational system is especially in this part of the world because we were we were really 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 it i mean you mentioned the fact that people are losing interest yes and that's a factor because people have have become so much frustrated as a result of this pandemic locking out of school and then having your curriculum and your calendar just extended unnecessarily you know, just because the so-called management can't figure out ways. I mean, these people are the educators. You are the one that's supposed to be at the forefront of all of these things. Yet, you can't figure out a way to salvage the situation. And it's particularly sad anyways. Alright, so we've talked about a lot of the effects that the pandemic has had, that it's still having. I mean, some of them are lingering. Schools are scrambling you know, to finish up their terms, a lot of them are having shorter breaks. You know, so, a whole lot is happening just to make sure that they mitigate the, the, the loss and try to make up for it. So, let's talk about what we are looking forward to. Like, not okay, looking forward to, like, okay, not looking forward to but like our predictions of what's going to happen in the future concerning education and the effects that the pandemic is having and is going to have. Alright, so I think one thing is that um, admissions might have to encompass both physical and online uh, students, as the case may be. Yeah. So, like, we have an option of do you want to physical class or do you want to be attending physical classes or online classes? So, that might just happen. Like, schools will have to integrate that into their structure. And I suppose that's a good thing because that way we can have more admissions, like, more students. School via because right now, one of the reasons why admissions are low is because schools can't accommodate that much. Yeah. I mean, the hostels can structure. I mean, classes are built to accommodate probably maximum of probably 150 people. And they have lots more people trying to get admitted into schools. But if we have a system like this where you can either choose to be in class or learn online, that means their materials, their lecture, videos, do lecture at tutoring and stuff like that that you can use. I mean, testing to can go on online and all those things and I'm sure that education will actually improve is in that sense. Yeah. Meaning that we have to now start thinking more. I mean, for you to do that means that a lot of thoughts will have to go into this yeah. and so that and so we would have to leave our, our stagnation and actually get to work before this can actually work. Yeah. Alright, so another thing we are looking at is that there's going to be like more adoption of edtech, like education technology. Like I know, I'm sure parents have been saying that schools is not just is not limited to the four walls of a building. a building, and that their children can learn even a lot from outside the school environment. Mm-hmm. 
there's this startup you lesson they have a package where they have like different tutors teaching biology chemistry physics different things and then always in video form where you watch and then you learn like teach the whole syllabus and then you can watch and then and then they explain it in depth i mean if you have that and then you now read your textbooks i'm sure you would you come up better than somebody that's just probably reading textbooks and all that so we're looking at more adoption of education technology you know even schools i feel like schools themselves become more you know more capable of deploying education technology yeah yeah, also, coupled with the, like, especially with regards to the disruption in Canada, if something's not done, like, as quick as possible to balance up everything and that academic activities resume back to normal and is up and running, uh, it should be that a student are graduate to when they're supposed to graduate. Like, a four-year course is strictly a four-year course and not four years and two years, if you see. Yes, four years and two years. So, like, more can have might have more people losing interest in academics which might lead to having dropped out from school which is which is or which might be devastating i think it is it will be devastating yeah so should we have that but apparently right now we are the same people like we have many students who are obviously showing frustration who are frustrated with academics and just want to graduate just want to leave so and you know that there's always a youth point and a breaking point to all of these things. Yeah. Hopefully we don't get to the breaking point. But something else we're going to see is more emphasis on skills. I mean, you know, um, a lot of times, you know, was talking about the employability and all that stuff. And then in working for companies and multinationals or any of those places, like soft skills are needed. Yeah. Um, you'll be able to use MS Word, MS um, Excel, PowerPoint, Office tools, basically Office tools. You know, other other soft skills, speaking, writing. You know, that that are not really taught in schools. You know, there's there's already more emphasis on the fact that we have to have like as a student as an individual you have to have skills to be able to you know to be able to even survive in these times you know other skills graphics designing photography you know coding web development and all of those things there'll be a lot more emphasis yeah. on them and even a lot more emphasis on learning outside the school environment josh has mentioned university of of um, youtube i know they help you know a lot of people are now saying um, platforms like Coursera and Udemy have existed for quite some time, you know. But now people are now seeing the important, like they're now seeing their importance more. Yeah. That you can actually get a degree online, probably pay for it, but then you are going to get certification in a in a very competitive field that is actually in demand and not just from a course that I mean nobody really cares about nowadays. Yeah. So I'm going to see more learning outside of the school walls. More people, you know, there's this university, University of Next Ford. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like it's strictly online. It's a startup too, like just online. So I think we're going to see more of all those kinds of, um, of, of those kinds of things in the future. Yeah, yeah. And talking about the skills, that and that's a very big part of it because apparently right now it seems like what you what will make you employable is actually what you will do. Not necessarily what is on your certificate, although that's going to kind of project you for better opportunity. Sure, but definitely. eventually, what's going to have, uh, like get, get to get to that job 
is going to be what you can do with your hands how maybe how creative you are and how analytical you are or one of those things and the tools you can use and that's a very big part because personally as as a graphic designer myself i've seen that you know that's a huge part you see more people in this in this field even doing very well in terms of their life than even people who um, may be relying on a, a school degree for instance so that is expanding our scope to what really is happening in the real world okay that is beyond just having a degree it's about what you can do people are on fiverr on upwork and many top freelance uh, freelance websites in the world and they are selling their skills and they are doing just very fine sending their ideas and they were people with you know startup idea and this startup idea is not because they necessarily have a certificate at home some of them even do things that are not exactly related to what they study in the four walls of a university right and people are getting to say that now like in addition to what you're studying the fall of all of your university you should actually get your hands working on something because that's what we most likely matter at the end of the day Emmanuel. yeah so definitely 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 we should look at you know open our game like getting a skin as just said because in this current phase that we are in skills would be the differentiator yes a lot of times skills will be the differentiator yeah. you don't want to cut up on the wrong side of that yeah talking about that because in one of the episodes we make talking about economy businesses is trying to recover yeah see these businesses need someone to do the work i mean someone to bounce them back yeah. not so someone just just be the person yes i know for you to actually choose those skills that means you have to learn the skill yeah, absolutely and so and be the resources are available everywhere everywhere free for free you just absolutely. have to like get, get try to get the resources yes you know we've mentioned university of you just go to YouTube, like you have Google. Anything you want have, to learn is right. On. And even if you want to get certificated for it, yeah. you have available platforms. You have Coursera, Udemy, Udacity, and you get your certificate for Simply it. Simply learn and many others. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. So we'd like you guys to follow us on Instagram. We're on Instagram at perspective underscore underscore podcast. Please follow us like app posts and share your comments and views let us get to know you and interact with you i give a dirty ciao